0: so far. And this week I want to talk to you about thinking versus knowing. So last month I had the pleasure to spend some time with my friend's father, my sweet, sweet uncle Trevor. Hello. I, I hope he's going to listen to this because he inspired this whole episode and I had not seen him since 2019 pre-pandemic, you know, a really long time ago. So while we were catching up, um. I just started talking to him about what I've been up to, telling him my perspectives, how things are changing, how things are looking up, all the great things that you tell the people who you love and who love you. So you can all just be excited and get that wisdom and that perspective from someone who's been there, who's older than you, wiser than you, and all that good stuff, right? So we were having this conversation. And in the middle of the conversation, I say something along the lines of, and this is how i said it i want to be rich and <laughs> i i flinched or better yet i stuttered or paused on the word rich and him being who he is for for one of many reasons why i love and adore him he checked me immediately he's like why did you stutter <laughs> And truth be told, I didn't even realize that I had stuttered on the word rich. I didn't realize that I, it couldn't flow from me. Like, it, it blew my mind. And he's like, why did you stutter? He's like, that means that there's still a part of your mind that ha- is convinced that saying that out loud or thinking about having money in abundance is a bad thing. And I just had to sit there. Cause like when I get red, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mellow (laughs) and I take my time to really consider the depth of what somebody was saying. And he took it as far as to make me repeat it, repeat the whole statement. I want to be rich a few times with my whole chest, without stuttering, without fumbling. And when I think about that, Whole situation, like when we got in the car, when his daughter and I got in the car and we were going to wherever we were going, I told her, I'm like, this is going to be a podcast episode because your dad just shook me. He rocked my world because thinking about the fact that I say I want these things, and it's not just finances, it's impact, it's a bunch of different things, right? Like you guys can kind of get the sense of what I want if you've been listening, but in general, we say that we want many of these things, but in theory, but when it's time to actually execute or say it, we stutter. And this took me into the whole concept of thinking about something versus knowing it and the difference that that can make and the way that it trickles into every single part of your life, right? So when I had that conversation and I said, I want to be rich, I was thinking it there wasn't a knowing, there wasn't a confidence part of me. And if I go back, like if, if we just want to be real here and just have these candid conversations, part of having an abundance of money or financial wealth in some ways has been demonized to me. And I'm sure I'm not the only one from many different places, like hearing people talk about Like growing up and hearing people talk about people who have made money and became mean people, right? Or, or the common misconception that money is the root of all evil. Like we hear that all the time and it's attributed to the Bible when in truth, the love of money is the root of all evil. Money actually gives you access and through access, you can do many good things. And the people who become mean and evil when they have money, just just a little side note, they have been that the whole time. They probably just didn't have the resources to give them the confidence to act in the abundance of their wickedness because they didn't have that type of power, right? Because money in in certain regards does come with power. It comes with influence. Like if I don't need you for anything, if you could, if if I don't need you to like me, if I don't need you to respect me, if I don't need you to Pay my bills if I don't need your support, and you are literally just a person who I need nothing from, I can then treat you however I truly want to. And this is why one of the things that really helps me check the people who I'm around is seeing how they treat people who they feel that they can't benefit anything from, right? Like how people treat wait staff or receptionists or anybody who they might feel is. Not directly able to assist them in whatever way that they want. That's when you see someone's true personality. It's really easy to pander and be kind and nice and go over the top for people who will benefit you. If I think you can give me an opportunity that would change my life, of course I'll be on my P's and Q's. Of course I'm going to behave myself, right? But when somebody can't give you anything, the way you treat them is who you are, not the result of what you have so yeah that's that's just a random tangent talking about the misconceptions about money and how I sometimes flinch when it comes to the word money but yeah it it was just a mind-blowing experience and I just had to start thinking like am I thinking I want something or do I know it and a few of the things that like crossed my mind was thinking that I want to be rich, of course, versus knowing it. What is the difference in that? Thinking I want to be rich is is daydreaming, right? Yeah, I want to buy a yacht. I want to buy a this. I want to be able to like go on a private jet with my friends. I want to just spend money and not have to think about it, right? And knowing I want to be rich or that I, not even I want to be rich, that I will be rich means that there's a depth, th- a depth to it. There is work being done towards it. There are roots being grounded deep into the ground of my mind, of my persona, of the work I do and don't do that aligns with this goal or objective in whatever way it it is destined for me and my purpose. Right. Another one is thinking I deserve better or thinking you deserve better versus knowing you deserve better. When you think you deserve better, when you get something or when you experience something that is not completely in line with better, you don't necessarily put your foot down. uh, Maybe there's more out there, but you know, this is okay for now. And we find this in relationships a lot and in jobs, right? In careers where you, you say you hate your job, but you don't hate it enough to actually go home after a long day and apply for jobs to get out of there. It's more so lip service. I can't wait to get out of here, but you can wait and you have been waiting because you haven't been doing anything to actively get you out of there, right? I deserve better than this, but have you left? Have you made assurances that will facilitate the action of leaving in due time? Then you're just thinking it, you don't know it, right? Because when you know it, you act on it, thinking that there should be more out there versus knowing that there's more out there. And this one, I'd say, also goes for the same analogy of careers and relationships, where you're in a relationship, you're not satisfied, you think that there should be more out there, but you're not fully sure. Because if you were fully sure, you know that there's more out there. And because of that, there would be no justification for you to continue to stay where you are, but you think there is, but thinking not deep enough to justify the actions you could take, because if you're thinking about it, that means that other opportunities or other options are also available. So you think that, that there might be more, but That means that there might also not be more. So therefore, why would I leave and test the waters compared to knowing that there's more out there, knowing that you deserve more and you just step out. Right. Knowing I can do it versus thinking I can do it. Another one. When you think you can do something you there's not as much confidence behind it versus knowing you can do something. And this is, this is one that I'd say really goes for like job applications. (laughs) Of course it has many more, many more examples that it works for, but I've been having a lot of discussions about work and opportunities and how when a job comes out and you see all the requirements, if you can, if you know that you have 45% of it, apply for the job because part of, what would make me apply for a job that I have 40, 45% of the qualifications required is unknowing that I'm able to learn. So when I look at everything else that's there, I may have never done it before, but I know that I can do it because I know that if you guys have good instructions, good operating procedures, and you present that to me, my knowledge and my confidence in my ability to acquire, retain, and regurgitate knowledge will allow me to do this work. Whereas if I'm like, I think I can do it, I might not apply <laughs> because I'm not confident enough in myself. And then I'll be like, oh, but I only have 45% and that's not enough. So then we self-reject. And I have a whole episode on self-rejection because it's a thing that I hold near and dear to my heart. So um, thinking is fleeting. But knowing is rooted in permanence. We think so many thoughts. You can think something today, and something else can come into your mind tomorrow. Something, another situation can come up tomorrow, give you new information, and it'll change your whole thought process and your perspective. Thoughts fleet. Like, I I don't even want to know. I don't even remember how many thoughts we have in a day. It's like tens of thousands, I think. I'm not a scientist. Don't quote me. Our good friend Google could give us that information. But Thoughts come in and out of our mind. Like when I'm in the shower, I have so many random thoughts, and I'll think that one of them is great. But by the time I get out of the shower, I've literally forgotten. So you don't want your life and your direction to be built on a thought. Because the moment somebody else comes with another thought that sounds a little valid, that thought will now replace your thought. And before you know it, you're in a completely different direction. Like people who aren't sure about what they're doing you'll move like the wind. Like you'll be blown left, right, and center. You'll you'll hop on the latest fad. You'll do whatever somebody tells you looks good or feels good. And before you know it, two minutes later you're on to the next thing, right? But knowing is rooted in fact and in assurance that can't easily be shaken by moments. Because moments will happen, right? This is life. We can't deny that good and bad happens. But when you're deeply rooted just like a plant, right? When you're deeply rooted in something, when the wind blows, when life blows, (laughs) when you get low blows, you're not gonna, it's not just gonna topple because there's enough roots, there's enough permanence, there's enough fact and assurance that makes it so deep and so difficult to be rocked, right? Like, knowing is a conclusion That is a common culmination of many intentional thoughts that have been weighed and tested in logic, fact, faith, and time. So when you know something, it's, it's a bunch of thinking. It's not just one thought, but it's so many thoughts that have been put together and that have been weighed and tested. So it's, I think this, but why do I think this? when I'm processing it, now I'm going to put it up against something else. I'm going to put it up against uh, what the naysayers say. I'm going to put it up against some competing thoughts in my head and I'm going to weigh it out. And when I weigh it out and I test it, I test it in logic. Does this actually make sense to me? Do I believe it to be true? One, test it out in fact. Have I seen this before? And if I haven't seen it, can I, can I imagine it in a way that, makes its reality the truth right in faith so if i haven't seen it do i have faith for it is my faith strong enough in my belief that this thing is actually something that i can get and then in time you wait over time right like you don't come to a conclusion you don't come to know something overnight you come to know it through time and testing it where you do something once and then you turn around you do it again a little bit later and it still holds You're in a different situation and it still holds over and over and over again. And in the moments that it doesn't hold, maybe those moments aren't things that serve you. So it does still hold. It just doesn't relate to that moment within itself. And because of that, you continue to get deeper and deeper and deeper in these roots where you end up creating a knowing because you've thought it over long enough that it's not just a fleeting thought, right? So when you think instead of know you want something that's when you stutter (laughs) like back to my example of stuttering i thought i wanted to be rich but i wasn't sure i didn't know it i didn't even know what it would look like i didn't even know if i'm being honest if it would be the best thing for me i hadn't thought it through right and when you stutter in your words like i did those words are actually the physical manifestation of the thoughts that you have And those thoughts will not only make you stutter in your words, but they'll also make you stutter in your actions. That stutter in my words, like when I, like I told you guys that I was rocked to my core. (laughs) When I got in the car on my way home at the end of the night, I was still thinking about this like five hours later. And I was thinking about the fact that you stuttered. Where else have you stuttered in line with that? Has an opportunity come where maybe they've told me to give my own quote? of what my hourly rate is. And I got scared and I stuttered. Yeah, that actually did happen. (laughs) Like Where I stuttered in, in the price that I quoted myself because I got nervous. And I started to convince myself, which is the thing, right? You could logically convince yourself to do anything. You could logically convince yourself to be mediocre because there's a lot of logical explanations for things, but you have to decide what is the highest level that you want to operate at. So for me, when I, they're like, give your quote, I have no reference points. I got a little shook. I gave a quote and I was like, this is a lot of money. This is more than I've probably ever quoted for anything. So it would be good and I'd be happy with it. But another part of me was like, nah, you could do more. You could, you, you'll be happy with this and be satisfied and it'll be more than you've ever seen, but you're, you could also do even more than that. But then that part of me stuttered. And it was like, no, I think we're just gonna stick with this. And when you look at that, I didn't even take in how this stutter in my words was also a manifestation of stuttering in my actions because it it starts in my thoughts. So the things that you're scared to say out loud because you think if you say it out loud you're gonna jinx it, you're probably also scared to to act on it. I'm not saying climb to the top of a mountain and tell your business to the whole world of course not wisdom right but when you're around safe people and you're scared to speak your truth one they might not be safe or two you might not believe in that truth the way you think you do right you might be thinking about it but you don't know it in permanence right and when that opportunity comes when you think about something, but you don't know it, imposter syndrome will kick in. Like when I was thinking about this quote, right? I was stuttering on it. I was like, yeah, but you know, I'm good with this amount of money. I'm like, I'm so good. Like, this is enough money for me to get on a contract that I could brag about. But is it what I'm worth? Is it everything that's available? Absolutely not. But I stuttered. And I don't want you guys to stutter. I want you guys to get to a place where you can say it with your chest (laughs) and if it takes if you stutter you need to repeat it again over and over and say it with your chest a few times to get it in your system so that next time it happens like the next time someone has that type of conversation with me i will never stutter again because that's how seriously i took it and and that's what i want for you guys i want you guys to be confident in knowing what you want not thinking it Because when you think it, it's going to move up and down. Someone can bring another thought and before you know it, you're completely derailed from where you thought you were going, right? And when you find yourself thinking versus knowing, I have two little tips for you. The first one, of course, is to try my mind, spirit, and body exercise that's in the show notes. It's a free exercise on activating practical faith because as I've spoken to you guys about, it breaks it down from mind. So you get the thoughts right. and then you go into your spirit. So you activate that faith with scripture, words, motivation, and then you move that faith into your body by taking physical actions in alignment with what you decide you want your mind to be like and what you've solidified in your faith. And a second one that is something I have done and that I continue to do, especially when I'm coming up with pricing for products, is that I take a piece of paper and write down what I want to charge or where I want to be at versus where I am. So take a piece of paper, write down what you want versus where you are. And if you know that w- where you are doesn't feel aligned with what you want, or for whatever reason you're thinking that it's enough, but you can't justify it in the knowing phase, the next thing you need to do is start to write down what you need to do within yourself, within your business, within your relationship to justify. What you want? So, with let's say my coaching practice, for example, I had a specific price point in mind, and when I put that price point down, I was I was nervous. I was like, "Damn, this is expensive. Whoa, who's gonna pay for this?" And then I was like, "Maybe I should bring it down," but then I also didn't feel comfortable bringing it down. So I was thinking it was right, but I didn't know. So I was just stuck somewhere in the middle, like I was waving back and forth, couldn't justify it either way, right? And when you can't justify your worth when someone gives you less you're going to feel uncomfortable but you won't also be able to defend yourself as to why you deserve more and this is in work in relationships with people around you in anything you do right so then i took what i wanted to charge and what i believe i had to offer and what i believe i currently have to offer and then i said what would make me feel comfortable justifying this amount so i started to add more stuff start to add more stuff some of them i already had but i wasn't I wasn't valuing some stuff I needed to work on to improve. And I just started to add and add and add until I got to a place where I was justified. So if someone were to ever come to me and be like, why do you charge that much for your stuff? I'll be like, here's the reason why I charge that much because there's a knowing. If I was thinking, if someone came and challenged me, I'd be like, You know, you're right. Like, you know, it might be a little expensive and then that's where you'd stutter. And before you know it, you can't even advertise your stuff because you're not even confident in the fact that you're worth what you're, you're giving. And if you don't move in that confidence, who's going to move in that confidence for you? Nobody. People want to take you at a discount. Like I talk about this all the time, right? Like if I see Louis Vuitton, with a wrong tag and it's going for $20, I'm not going to go to the salesperson and be like, um, can you go double check this in the back? I think it's a little too cheap. No, I'm taking it, hopping in the car, turning on the engine and never turning back. And we don't want to sell ourselves at a discount to people or allow people to take that take us at a discount because we don't even know what we're worth. So these are two exercises. I hope that you try either one of them and just really get yourself to that place of confidence because it starts from you if you don't know why you're worth what you're doing when people come at you which they always will people always want a discount people always want to bend the rules people always want to get the best deal you're going to cave every single time and when you do cave you're going to walk away feeling horrible but you won't have the strength because you've been thinking about it and you don't know it so yeah Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.